All right. Hey, what's going on out there? How y'all doing this wonderful afternoon? Hope everybody is having a great day. You are listening to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, in the house. Yeah, let me inside here. Okay. That's a little bit better. Yeah. All right. So, how y'all doing out there, man? Hope everybody had a great day. Hey, it's a little raining in some spots, but hey, you're still living, right? Of course you are. <laughs> All right. Hey, what a talk about now and what are we talking about? I have no idea because that's how I wrote. Oh, anyway, how you part of the show. And I think that's the most important thing. If you want to comment on anything, I'm saying the easiest way is all three seven eight three eight eight six two two. Now if you want to have a conversation conversation uh, and you at work, so you can't really call in. The chat room is open at www.blogblogtalkradio. You can talk to me. And a chance you, you know, have another way of getting in touch with me. You can do it that way as well. You know, text, email. Oh, yeah, email. Email is Eric. Let's L E T S talk at gmail.com. Yeah, let's not forget that. <laughs> And, of course, we are on all social media, so you can send us messages through that as well. Okay, so with all that out of the way, yeah, you know, I um, it's been a great, 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 great week. Great weekend. I do apologize for the last time we was on the air and the show ended abruptly. Uh, that was not my doing. I don't know what happened. I just got shut off. And, uh, yeah. So, and, you know, those that have been listening for some time, you know how blog talk do sometimes. You know, they just shut you down. <laughs> no no specific reason. They just shut you down. So, hopefully we can make it through a whole show today. And, um, yeah, we make it through a whole show and we'll be all right. Um, so, let's see. What are we going to talk about, man? I can play another song or we can talk. I don't know. feel a little dancey today, but I'm not going to do that to y'all. Let's go and get on with whatever we're going to talk about. Uh, the biggest thing going on in the news today, man, Israel and the Palestinians are fighting again. The Israeli, Israelis, you know, and <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it's been so quiet, you kind of forgot about them. But now, all of a sudden, they're fighting again, which is an interesting point in itself, which is interesting in itself, I should say. And the reason is the United States, on May 5th, the president notified Congress that he was selling Israel 300, what is it, 375? Yeah, 300... No, I'm sorry, $735 million in weapons. Yeah. And Boeing is going to be the ones who are going to provide the weapons to to Israel. Now, think about that. You just (laughs) notified you're going to get $735 million in weapons, and then all of a sudden you want to start fighting somebody. And I know some reports say the Palestinians, Hamas, started it and Israel is just defending themselves. Of course, they always say Israel is just defending themselves. United States, you know, Israel is our ally and we will stand by them. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's about the size of it, right? Of course. You have one <laughs> one gang protecting the other gang. And we know Israel been wanting to get at um, Iran for a while, so they really can't do that. So they decide to go ahead and, and fight the Palestinians. They stand a better chance of winning, I guess. I don't know. But the interesting thing was $735 million in weapons, right? But a little known fact is Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, has been in political trouble for at least two years now. No, he's got bribery, fraud. I mean, some other things they they bring up against him. Not to mention the last few elections that they have had, he hasn't won decidedly. Decidedly, or he hasn't won at all, basically. So, in Israel, what happens is, if you do win or you don't, win, if you do win, you have so many days to put a government together. Well, if you don't win, then you kind of have to share with the other person and. This has been going on and on and on and on. And, you know, the more I, I hear about it, and once I read those few facts right there, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's the, the best way of getting a group of uh, 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 people behind you, especially in developed nations, start a war? The United States has been doing it for years. So what makes you think somebody else couldn't do it? So all of a sudden now we're at war. I mean, Israel is at war with the Palestinians. Now, the big thing is, well, you know, Iran is supplying the Hamas with the weapons. And they're the biggest state-sponsored terrorists and so forth and so on. But wait, we just decided to send Israel $735 million dollars worth of weapons so what's the difference what's the difference look israel palestine palestinians you know they like brothers or whatever so you know they're gonna fight they're gonna fight not to mention this big thing that went on last year i don't know how many of y'all remember it about what jared kushner y'all remember jared kushner yeah, him and um, Trump, yeah, they supposed to have brokered this great, great um, Middle East peace deal that Trump was going around saying he should win a Nobel Peace Prize for. Y'all remember that? You may not, but I remember. And here we're not a year later, and we have war in the Middle East again. Isn't it amazing how things happen? <laughs> if you just sit back and watch, you just say, oh, my goodness. What's really going on? Yeah, what's really going on? So I just wanted to throw that in there real quick about Israel and the Palestinians and the little battle they have going on again, again. And, of course, anytime you have war, there are going to be casualties of war. Or, as the military people say, there are going to be collateral damage. And, of course, when you have collateral damage, you have the international community jumping up and yelling, hey, hey, you're killing kids and children and blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't want to sound harsh, but it's a casualty of war. Now, 
if you were to stop selling, if you stop selling uh, 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 weapons to places like Israel, Yemen, you wouldn't have to be worrying about casualties of war or, or, or collateral damage. You know, doesn't that sound a little hypocritical? I think it is. I think it's hypocritical. You know, you sell them the weapons, then you 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 yell and scream because they use them, and things happen that you don't approve of. Well, here's the solution: don't sell it to them. <laughs> don't sell them the weapons. Yeah, it's so logical. That's logic, but. That's not the world we live in live in now, is it? Of course it's not. Because we are the great nation. <laughs> we are the great nation. I mean, it's just interesting. I just had to get that little point in, you know, because yeah, it is what it is. Um, so one of the some of the main things I want to talk about today is um the shutdown of the pipeline last week. Um uh, Derek, Derek Chauvin's uh, attorney wants a new trial and uh, a police department that hasn't had any police involved shootings. haven't even fired a weapon. Yeah. In 2020, in the year of 2020, those are the three main, three main things I want to talk about. But then again, if you want to talk about something, we can do that as well because we have nothing but time, nothing but time. Triple one, you want to get in? I can bring you in now. We ain't got no problems with that. Um, so yeah, that's 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 what we want to talk about today. All right, so hold on, let let's get started. Let's talk. All right, Joe, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, Eric, how's your weekend? My weekend was wonderful, man. Thanks for asking. How was yours? Mine was okay, considering COVID and uh, my water holes have been closed down. So you know. Not bad, considering. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. That, that's interesting in itself. When a lot of states are uh, loosening up restrictions, so where you at? They haven't loosened the restrictions yet. Yeah, but it's you know, but it's gonna take a a little while. It'll probably be faster than most states. But um, you know, if, uh, Florida's actually leading the way against the lockdowns and against the masks. Montana isn't bad. Wyoming, South Dakota, North Dakota, uh, those kind of states along the northern border, uh -huh. not too bad, but yeah, still, we could have done without all of it. But I'm glad you brought up the question about Israel, because I'm always asking people. I even called up a couple of uh, national radio shows, you know, the ones that you hear on, um, on real radio. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and I asked one particular host, give me five reasons why Israel gets $6 billion a year. And, of course, they always say, well, they're our greatest ally, it's a democracy, and I say, okay, fine, but what's that got to do with me as an American? Can you give me five reasons why you think they are such a great ally? Nobody yet <laughs> has ever given me one reason, one example. Well, not one any real example. They say, well, they let us know about the um, terrorist cells that are operating in the region. Uh, well, we know that through our satellites. 
you know, give me <laughs> right. six billion dollars a year to that country or well, to any country. I don't want I don't want my tax dollars going to Saudi Arabia, Iran, um, um, Israel, Norway, Italy. I don't care. Keep my tax dollars here, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> All that is logical. All that is logical right there. Which is why but I'm Joe, you, you, yeah, but but you know the thing, and the thing about that is they what the way the government does it, they do it underhandedly. You know, you don't really you a big announcements about. You know how they like to go out and gloat about things they've done, right? Yeah, yeah. but when they doing this kind of stuff, it's not publicized. You know, it's barely in the, in the news anywhere. You just have to have, you know, something like military news or something like that to realize, oh, really? We just sold them some more, some more weapons? Oh, my. We just gave them $735 million? Why? You know, and, yeah. and once again, the, your, your question is very valid. Where's that money coming from? Who, you know, where is it coming from? You, our Congress fights on a daily about providing things for the citizens of this country. And you know it's true, but yet we can give $735 million to a foreign country. And the citizens here are supposed to be okay with that. Yeah, well, not this citizen. This citizen has never been okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sonya. Yeah. You know, and that is, a, but if more citizens were to ask that question, I think some of this stuff, you know, and, and as I was saying earlier, Joe, and then you complain, you know, you sell all these weapons to these countries, then you complain when they use them to quote unquote kill innocent, yeah. um, innocent people. Yeah, I heard you talking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, what, what, <laughs> where's the logic in that? You know, either you're going to be, okay, it's, it's collateral damage. We're sorry. Okay. We'll ship the family some money and be done with it. But like you all outraged and upset when you're part of the problem as well. Oh, God, are they the problem. They should just, as you say, stop selling. The, you know why they sell? You've got to read a book called um, A War is a Racket by uh, Smedley Butler. Okay, and the, reason, and the reason why is because Medley Butler was our only general who ever won the Congressional Medal of Honor twice. This is written by a real general, and he and he's talking about uh, World War One and World War Two. Why war is a racket? Because the defense contractors at that time it was Dupont, General Electric, um, General Motors, because they're making millions of dollars off the war. That's why we. That's one of the reasons why we have war. We don't. America. We're protected by two oceans. Um, we have um, early warning systems against ICBMs coming in. We're pretty well protected. Yet we've made war or been in forty different conflicts. And when about the last what fifty years, sixty years, I forget which. We even yeah. waged war on Canada at one time. <laughs> sure it is. Oh yeah, we did. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. God. 
when you take them by. You know what would be interesting? If you go to what's called the National Security Archives, it's a website, and what they have there is tons of declassified documents from the Pentagon, from the government, and now, and you, you read them, and this isn't like uh, hearsay. This is from the government's mouth, how they overthrew the Shah of Iran, um, and about other stuff which they used to consider secret. And if you talked about them, you were supposed to be a conspiracy theorist. But when you read the declassified documents coming from the horse's mouth, you realize it's exactly what this country is up to. Now, see, you said a word that, that means a lot of people are not going to do it. Read. Because, you know, <laughs> if they can't get it on an iPad or iPhone or Android or whatever them things, Nooks, you know, or audio, Audible, yeah, they're not going to do that. That's too much work. That That is way too much work. Oh, it is? But, yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know. But but speaking of, of of Americans and you know just not being being too bright. <laughs> you should hear me. Uh, no, huh? You should hear me when I'm co-hosting a show because um, I have when I go to a show on Saturdays, which I've invited you to. Yeah, I keep forgetting. <laughs> we have another show tonight at nine o'clock. It's going to be about conspiracy theories. But when we've had the shows on Mondays too, when I've been the co-host. I've talked about right up front. I say, American, you are one bunch of stupid, and I can't use the word on your show because you're a religious person. <laughs> don't hate. Don't hate now. Oh, yeah. Uh, but on my show, I use it. So, and I told, I told Americans are a bunch of stupid mother because you people are so brainwashed. I don't blame you for being stupid because that's the purpose of brainwashing is to alleviate you of your intelligence quotient. It's to dumb you down so that you don't think. But because yeah. of that, you are in um, the state that you're in because you don't think. That's right. That's right. That That is absolutely right. Now, picking back off of that, let's talk about this, this shutdown of the pipeline last week. You know, and how these great American citizens who care about everybody across the world, who care about their animals and so forth and so on, on the East Coast decided they were going to bum rush the gas stations, and which made a, a, a situation which wasn't as bad as it ended up being because you knuckleheads out there wanted to get all the gas fuel that was available. Mm-hmm. So... You created a, a, a bigger issue than actually the hacking of the company was. I, I'm just going to say it like that, because that's the facts. That is the fact. Those are facts. Hmm. You know what? I didn't hear about I knew that there were gas lines backed up. So what you're saying is, and I didn't hear about it, but it doesn't surprise me, is that there are a lot of people going to the gas stations because they wanted to buy more gas than they needed to hoard it. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Hmm. You know. Okay. Let's let's give you the the the, the backdrop on why all this happened. Last week, well, May seventh, the Colonial Pipeline Company. You know, um, they're they're they were hacked. Right. Okay. They were hacked by a group called Dark Side. Well, it really wasn't Dark Side. The group itself, Dark Side. It was an affiliate of Dark Side. 
Uh-huh. I know, yeah, I know that that sounds crazy, but apparently the way these hackers do it is, you know, you have that big, big name, Dark Side. So uh-huh. that's the big corporate office right there. You know, that's the big corporate office. And then what they have after that are little individual groups that are associated with Dark Side. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, and what happens is somebody approaches Dark Side, okay, that, um, how did they put it? Um, that introduced moderation to check each company. Oh, no, man, that's something different, but the same thing. But anyway, what happens is somebody contacts Dark Side and say, hey, we want to go after this company here. Okay. So, and what this company does, what they do is they, you know, develop the, 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 the software or spyware, or whatever you want to call it, a ransomware, and then they, yeah, then what they do is go ahead and give it to, um, get it, give it to one of their affiliates. Yeah, one of their affiliates. And then the affiliate is the one who decides whether they want to do the hack or not. Now, the catch is, if one of the affiliates is successful in getting money from whoever they decide to hack, they have to give you know, a certain percentage to the big group, dark side. You know, so, yeah, that, and, and it's crazy. I mean, these, these jokers so far um, have made millions of dollars this year alone, this year alone in hacking. See, and, and that's, that's what, that's what um, these citizens don't understand. You know, y'all got excited about one little thing and, it was really um, the companies, the company themselves' decision to shut the pipeline down. The hackers didn't do it. The hackers stole about 100 gigabytes of information, okay? And when they ransomed the, the Colonial Pipeline Company, okay, they was like, okay, we've been hacked, let's shut it down. And they did it the same day. But once the news media started reporting on it, everybody got antsy then. Oh, there's going to be a gas shortage. Oh, I mean, you saw people out putting gas in, in, in plastic bags. I mean, really, how dumb can you really be? Plastic bags. And it got so bad that there had to be a PSA put out telling people not to put fuel in, in, in plastic bags. Plastic bags. Oh, God. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So, what was a a, a basically a bad situation? The American public made it worse by overreacting and deciding to hoard all all the fuel. Well, yeah, they're reacting to the media up there in Canada. Now, let me ask you something because I'm I'm not too sure about the ransom of uh, price. Was it $5 million or $55 million? $5 million. $5 million. Because on the show it was on Saturday, um, they said $55 million. I thought it was $5 million, but okay, I wasn't sure. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's $5 million. And actually, they paid it. Colonial paid it. Now, you won't find that anywhere in, in, <laughs> you know, in the mainstream because they don't want other hackers to do it. But so far, 80 companies have been hacked this year with ransomware. But you haven't heard anything about that because the majority of the time, now it's not recommended, and the government don't say yeah and nay, but it's not recommended, but most of the companies go ahead and pay the ransomware. Mm-hmm. The only catch to when they pay the ransomware, once they get the encryption key, 
a lot of times their encryption key does not get all of their information back. Oh, they got ripped off on the paying off of the ransom too, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it really puts, puts the companies in, in a no-win situation. You know, just depending on what is, is, you know, what company it is. You know, I was going to say, a lot of times it's the media that does all the stuff that, that, uh, that incentivizes Americans to do. Well, you, can, you might call it the dumb stuff, but to, uh, but to start the hoarding and to start worrying about resources. Like, for example, remember when COVID first came out, everybody was buying up toilet paper, right? And back yep. in the 30, there was a run on the banks, you know? Right. Uh-huh. That was, be- that was because of the, you know, the media saying, oh, the banks are going to shut down. Or uh, Franklin Roosevelt was worrying uh, about the banks. Also, that was part of the plan by um, J.P. Morgan so that he could get control of the banks, too. But that's another, su- that's another subject. The point I want to get to is that if the media keeps its mouth shut, then Americans won't be in that much trouble. Over there in Canada, the Royal Bank of Canada had to shut down. They had to, I think they closed down for some reason, so maybe somebody else bought them. If Canada had publicly um, spread that news throughout all of the news media up there, there would be a run on the banks. See, this is what, right. I'm, waiting. This is what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the media because, if you notice, every day the the Dow Jones goes down 300, goes down 400, goes up 200, goes up. 400. Do you know that years ago, if the um, if the Dow Jones went down like over like close to 200 points, the SEC uh-huh. would shut down the trading because that would be considered too much. It's right. Now they're allowing it to go 500 down, 600 down. Then you go up and down. They're getting people used to the idea that pretty soon we might get into a market of 1,000 down. When that happens, the media is going to say, we're in trouble. The, the, the dollar is going to be devalued. You're, we're, we're hitting hyperinflation. And the banks are going to close. Once they say the banks are going to close, Everybody's going to be out there with their pajamas on, going to the bank to get out their money, and they're going to find out they don't have any money in the bank. (laughs) You're right. You're right. And there have been some banks that have been hacked. You know, there are some of them. So, but you know, it's interesting. The dark side, though, Joe. I got an echo coming from you, or that just my headphones. I'll fix it by when I don't speak. I'll put myself on okay. and that echo should be gone. Oh, okay. That'll work. All right. So, Dark Side, you know, there's a group, I told you, the big company. They run on their, their website. Our goal is to make money, not create problems for society. They describe themselves as apolitical. For those that don't know what apolitical means, that means they don't have any political affiliation whatsoever. Now, that's what they're saying. They're, they're, they're saying. Okay, and they went on to say, we do not participate in geopolitics, do not need to tie us with a defined government or look for our motives. Now, the reason why they said that, because, of course, if you heard the media, the only thing you heard was they're Russian, Russian, you know, that's a key word, Russian. You say Russian, everybody gets, ah, yeah. 
But uh, no, they're trying to say, don't put us with the Russian government because we're not with the Russian government. Uh, we, we, we just want some money. But the interesting thing about that whole thing is they only hack those um, Western, I guess you can say Western countries. Because they won't do any Russian Russian companies, Eastern Europe, Europe European countries, so it, it makes you kind of wonder. They say they're not political, but you know, just to be discretion, to have discretion like that, I don't know. You showing some sign of something, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, combined. they're very, very um, partisan. If they're not going, if they're not hacking Russia, it's because they know um, Putin will will kill them. <laughs> you know that's a dying good point joe that's a dying good point yeah I, i'm sure he would I, I, i'm sure he would um yeah anyway like i said dark side has hit at least 80 countries with ransomware this year alone and they, they're generally topping english-speaking victims and avoids russian-speaking businesses yeah um the pipeline, you know, they eventually paid the $5 million for a, disc- a decryption key that did not decrypt much data, as I told y'all before. Yeah, they paid the ransom, but when they get these keys, they don't really get all their data back. And a lot of times they have to use some of their backup plans to actually try and get some of the data back. Some countries, some companies never get all the data back. So, yeah, they've been had. They've been had. So that's basically what went on. Huh? What about the huge hack a few months ago, or maybe even yeah, probably last year? Remember Solar Wind? Does that ring a bell? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same, same difference. Uh, I mean, same scenario. Same scenario. It may have been a different group, uh, you know, of uh, hackers, but it's the same thing. Well, there's a hack going on every second, basically. Somebody's always trying to get into account somewhere, whether it's your banking account, your your, your cousin's um um uh, uh, uh what they call it RA or whatever. They all there's always someone out there trying to hack it, hack it. But once again, the great American mind says, "Oh, if it's on news media, it's got to be serious. Let's go and hoard and take up everything, get everything we can." You know, not thinking. You so love the police. You so love this and that. And you hold hoarding all the gas. So what are your police departments and fire departments going to use if they need it? You know, what about your, your, your cousins and your relatives that's in the air flying? You think the airplanes don't need some of that gas? So <laughs> come on, y'all. We, got, we have to do better. Yeah. You know what? It's funny because you said um, defunding the police. That reminded me of... Um or was it a few months ago, probably in 2020, where over there at Black Lives Matter, there was a uh, protest, and then there was looting, and the guy came out of one of the stores, <laughs> and he came out with, uh, you know, I guess it was a TV set or something. <laughs> so he comes out, then somebody else from Black Lives Matter comes along and robs him. Now, if that wasn't funny enough, after they robbed him, you know what the guy says? He says, somebody call the police. You know what? I, I saw that, Joe, and I'm not going to say they were associated with Black Lives Matter. Now, they may have been out there when the protesting was going on. I ain't. Look, let's be real, y'all. 
everybody is out there, and, and we're going to talk about a situation like that here in a few minutes. Um, but when you really think about it, everybody that be out there during the, the marches and protests aren't with the group. They're not. Even even when, you know, you have the, the quote-unquote Nazi marches and, you know, Confederate, everybody out there is not affiliated with that group. Now, are they trying to take advantage of a situation? Maybe. Maybe they have a little mindset. Maybe. But that doesn't mean they're with the group. And... You know, I think that's where a lot of this Antifa and all this other kind of knowledge can, crazy come from because everybody wants and, – and we talk about this all the time, label. In America, we have to have a label. We have to have, be associated with something. If we're not associated with nothing, we're just like an invisible little black uh, white dot on the, on the spectrum of, of color there. You know? So – and I'm, I'm saying when you look at stuff like that, just because you see them out there doesn't necessarily mean they are a part of the main group. As I have said before, a lot of these protests, they start off nice, simple, quiet, marching, you know, chanting or whatever, singing. And then a lot of those people go home. And then you have the quote unquote other side of the, 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 the thieves and the opportunists that just take over. And, of course, once again, going back to our media, they only show that part of it. You know, there may be one, there, there may be one building burning, but you will see a building from different angles, and they will have you under the, the, the impression that the whole city is burning down. Well, guess what, Eric? I'm going to disagree with you totally on all of that. You know why? Because let's say that Black Lives Matter or any group, let's say you and I formed a group. And we're a politically active group. We'd like to do a lot of protesting and marching for whatever particular goal that we have in mind. And let's say when we do that, we have about eh, 100, 200 people out there all the time. And we're, quote, unquote, right. mainly peaceful. Now, there are people that we maybe we don't know that they come along, they look uh, like we do, dressed up like we are, have the banners and the signs. But they start throwing Molotov cocktails at buildings. They start um, taking baseball bats and breaking in cars. We, you and I, have a responsibility to tell the members of our group, if anybody does that, we're peaceful, they're not, they're not part of us, you tackle them and you hold them for the police. I've seen videos where there have been people uh, burning buildings, uh, one woman throwing something, it wasn't a Molotov cocktail, but starting trouble, and nobody's tackling them, nobody's saying anything to them. When they do that, and let's say you and I have a website, and we don't denounce them, we are responsible. Because if we have the power to shut it down and we tell our members, anytime you see people even starting to do that, you hold them or you call the cops right away. Black Lives Matter didn't do that. That's why I blame them. And even if they have infiltrators, still, Black Lives Matter, because I went to their website, they did not denounce any of the riots. And $2 billion worth of buildings have been burned down and people have been killed. Well, Joe... I have to disagree with you. 
because there were there were some instances where um, certain people did get up and denounce the violence that was going on during some of these marches. Okay, now I'm not saying all of them did, but yes. And once again, we've talked about this quite often on the show. You have to remember, Black Lives Matter. You know that's a a, a, a moniker now. And let's go and put it like that. It's more of a moniker, and, and you have so many different chapters of Black Lives Matter. It, and I, I understand what you're saying, Joe. If you're associating yourself with Black Lives Matter and it goes on in your per, in your purview and you don't do anything about it, you you are implicated because you, you let it go on, correct? That's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying that since they, um, they um, the people... He threw the Molotov cocktail, smashing the windows of the cars, threw bricks at the um, at the cops. It's happened on numerous occasions. They have to have been they should have been stopped a long time ago by the people who are not peaceful. I mean who are peaceful. Okay. And they, and they should denounce it. Now, you're right about the chapters. Anybody can say, Well, I'm a chapter of Black Lives Matter and they don't have to right. they can just say I'm a chapter. But they're right. Are, but there are supposed to be people who are officially members of Black Lives Matter who went on TV when um, just before the, the summer of last year telling, well, we're going to get what we want or we're going to burn the system down. Yeah, yeah. And I have to disagree with that. But, you know, Joe, you're making some valid points, and you have to realize where we are now in society wise now i'm not making excuses because yes somebody should stop it just like i was saying about the shooting on mikhail bryant you know those two grown men went out there they should have stopped and it would never reach the conclusion it did however you know the, the society that we live in today you have to understand too more people are more interested in grabbing their phone hitting record talking about facebook live blah 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 or you know world star whatever and, and instead of trying to stop number two a lot of people are afraid now they they really are and with this the the the, the underlying tension you know ethnic tension in this country and you know, a lot of people are afraid to step in because they, they just really don't know and is that that's part of the media problem and that's part of what really happens in, in the inner city so you just don't know you just, just don't know but i would like to believe my personal opinion is the the regular citizen, you know, after a certain time, they go home after they protest, and then that's when the the undesirables come out or the opportunists come out that uh you know say hey, and, and you know what happens a lot of times, Joe? They see it on television or whatever, then they have to let's go down there, you know, just in case. You know, I think a lot of them are just opportunists. Now, yeah, you've got some that, that go down there to destroy some things. Let's not be dumb about that part, not even about that part. Yeah, there are some. But I, I believe a lot of them are just opportunists that, you know, hey, this window broken. Let's go in here and get something. And you got to remember the herd, the, 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 the herd mentality, too. Once they see one person going, I go in when I, you know, this is another one. This is another one. Then word spreads, and then all of a sudden you got this mad rush in and out. And that's old. That's what the, the what you call is going to show. Now, if they should happen to have on a Black Lives or a, a, a Proud Boys T-shirt, whatever, that's the group they're going to be associated with. 
you know, I, I went looking and see was there a breakdown of um, those that were arrested and what group or, you know, who were they affiliated with. But, of course, they never break it down like that. So I really couldn't get no real numbers for y'all. Yes, I did go and look, though. I really did. Um, but, Joe, you have a point, and I agree with you. But we have to understand uh, where we are today as a, in a society, especially with social media and, you know, so, social fame. You know, how many shares can I get or how many views can I get? And I think a lot of that is, is you know, besides fear or just cowardice. Right, let's go on and say some of it is cowardice that um, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Now, there, there are some I know in, in Baltimore, some guys got together in Baltimore. They actually protected the, some stores. And they after it was over with, they went and actually cleaned up cleaned up the area that was um, destroyed. So it, it just depends on your point of view and what you are seeing uh, and compared to what you believe. And sometimes it's just straight up bias. Let's be honest. Sometimes it's just straight up bias. But go ahead, Joe. I got another caller want to come in, but go ahead and finish okay, what you was about uh, to say. Um, okay. Um, the thing is, is that, again, if you and I have this, we've been on five marches, five protests, I would think now if there's a, if there's a pattern, of people using our name to burn down buildings and cause havoc, then you and I are going to form um, a sort of a police group within our group, and we're going to say we're going to be over in this particular block, we're going to march down here, and we have to be on the lookout to make sure that the stores do not get, uh, do not get uh, cocktails, they don't get um, smashed, the cars don't get smashed, and anybody who tries it, we have to stop it because our good name is being trashed in the media. Now, if I were just an ordinary civilian, I wouldn't interfere because I've already interfered in real life in five, in five fights. Luckily, I never got hurt. But I'm mm. not doing it again. Okay? Uh -huh. But if I were part of a group and my group was getting a bad name because I am marching for a good cause, and that good cause is turning against me because of the media and because of infiltrators, then the group members, the group um, organizers, have to make sure that no infiltrators um, have, this, um, have this opportunity. If they have bricks, bats, um, uh, guns, etc., you know they're going to start trouble, and we've got to stop it before it starts. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I, I don't. That makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. If there's a, a pattern, yes, it makes sense. Um, yeah, that makes too much sense. But the problem, the question is, are these people, are, are, these, are they doing that, or are they just overwhelmed to the point where they say they join the police department like, hey, let them do whatever they're going to do. I'm, I'm going home. You know, we, we're just, we're fighting another time. Well, I say our responsibility is to stop it. And what about what happened in Portland last year when Black Lives Matter took six blocks of well, Seattle and kept it for six weeks? You know what, Joe? And I'm glad you said that they took six blocks. No, they were allowed to, <laughs> they didn't take it. They were basically given six blocks because law enforcement stopped trying to get it. Oh, hey, don't get me started on the cops. 
Yeah, but what allowed all this crap? Yeah, but when I, well, yeah. So, but what I'm saying is, you say they took. No, I look at it. They were given. There, you know, like any other situation where there's there's protests or what have you. If you notice, the officers at the wild, the police department, they just cordon off a certain part and say, okay, you can do whatever you want to do within this area right here. But uh oh, you come through here, you know, there's there's repercussions that's going to happen. And they didn't even, and, they didn't even do that. They just allowed them to stay there. They allowed every of the of the protests to do whatever they wanted, and they allowed themselves something like a a hundred cops got got hurt, had to go to the hospital. The cops suck. The cops are pussies. The cops are spineless. They let their own precincts get burned down because the mayor and the governor said, do not oppose the protesters. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Hell, John, sometimes I guess you have to choose the lesser evils. If if, if they're opposed to protesters, then there's possible lives to be lost on both sides. Then that's a whole other issue, animal of a different color right there. So you say, okay, what's what's the the best choice I can make right here? Either way, I'm going to look bad. Either way, I'm going to look bad. Okay, so let's save lives. Give them the six blocks and just cordon it off and let them do whatever they're going to do there till they get tired and go home. Maybe that was the, the, the decision. <laughs> I mean, think about it. It was a decision. It was a bad one because the cops are not supposed to give in to people who are burning down buildings and smashing cars and smashing uh, storefronts. You're supposed to protect the property and the lives of the citizens who pay your salary. Look, there's there's a there's a um uh um in the NFL is you know when you're playing football sometimes you have to make that business decision. You know if you got a 300 pound running back that you wear on 120, you know you're gonna do it like an old leg because you don't want to get run over. And maybe that's what some of the officers basically did. They made a business decision. Look, I got a family I got to go home to. I'm out here, you know, uh, uh, trying to stop them and without the proper equipment or backup. So, hey, let them do what they're going to do. Let them do what they're going to do. Well, they didn't do it during the uh, the riots of Watts. They didn't do it during the 68 Democratic Convention. They didn't do it in other riots. Why do they, why do they all of a sudden start thinking about this now? Well, it was easy. I'll tell you why. Depends on the part of the, the city that was under under siege, and let's call it under siege. Yeah, depends on what part of the city was under siege. Because if usually when 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 demonstrations break out, the looting and rioting and all that, it's usually in, not in the affluent side of, of of the city of the town. Let's be honest. So if, if that's what you want to do, you want to you know tear up your your property or you know things in your area that you support to support you and you go right ahead but when it's time to come to the city council and ask us for some money to rebuild we're going to tell you no yeah we got you better tell the fifth avenue store owners like uh, macy's and um, neiman marcus that um uh, their buildings geez kind of burned down too 
Same you know, I, <laughs> Lou, I thought about that, Joe. I thought about that. Sh- trust me, they got paid off insurance. They're going to remodel the whole store. I think sometimes that's why they do it. They're hoping, you know, they're losing money anyway. Mason's been losing money, so that, that gives them a way to get out of some debt and start over. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't explain it all, Joe. It, it's just my logic, your logic, you know, we're trying to find, okay, what could have been done. Now, the only problem with that is, of course, the constitutionalists on one side are going to say, well, that's our First Amendment right to do, you know, the the protest and freedom of speech. Now, what I said, what that involves taking over property and what have you, I don't know. I don't think I saw that anywhere, but who knows? It's just the way things are interpreted. You know, and remember, Joe, we're in that, that time, too, where the First Amendment is, is First, Second Amendment, you know, Fourth, Fifth Amendment, Fourteenth, Thirteenth Amendment, all that is just out there now. Everybody's fighting over it, and Nobody knows how to make a decision to 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 please both everybody. So it's like one side get a win, the next side get a win, but nobody's trying to come together and work work together to to solve some of these issues. We know what the issues are. I mean, we know that, but everybody rather fight and fuss over it instead of work on a way to fix it. Except for one city in the country, but we'll get to there in a minute. Um, anything else you want to say, Joe, before I bring this other call, call in? No, no, I'll wait for him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, All right, All triple right. one. Yeah, Welcome cool. to the show. Who do I have here? What you have for me? Hello, Mr. Tom. Well, hello, Maze. This is just so, I mean, it's hard to explain for people that don't understand uh, Black Lives Matter and Tifa. And this thing that happened at the Capitol is two different Stories. Every day, want to use these talking points like Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Did not go and try to change the government. And then, then you had elected officials probably was a part of it. You had Capitol Police and all the other ones part of it. Had military part of it. But you want to talk about Black Lives Matter and Antifa? They were not there, and they had nothing to do with it. And I don't know why they keep trying to compare the two together. Just like the, everybody that went out there didn't go to the Capitol. Some of them went home. They came for the reason to listen to Trump speak, and they left. Some of them had plans, scaling walls and all this stuff like they had been trained and training to do what we were looking at. And they wanted to go away and nobody to see it and act like it didn't happen, and they shouldn't be punished. That's the difference between Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They did not try to overthrow the government to change it. And then if they could have had guns, they probably would have had those too, along with those flags and poles and all the stuff they beating people with and all of the things that they went in there and did inside the Capitol. That's why they are having an investigation, and that's why they're looking at who is part of it. And just like I'm still wondering where that lady was telling them to look up under the, under the, under the stairway, the Klan was there. I'm like, where is she at? I haven't seen that part of the video no more. So that was planned and put together. But they need to find out who was it put together by. Leave Antifa, leave Black Lives Matter out of it because they were not in there trying to change in the, uh, the government. That's the difference between the two. Trying to overthrow something that had happened, and they still trying to do it. You see that loony woman that keep messing with, uh, what's her name? The congresswoman. They're knocking on her door and keep messing with her. I said, she messing with, she, she, she just messing with her because she's afraid of her. But she's going to knock on one of them other doors and see what she gets. <laughs> and she was one of them. When they did the tour through the, when it was a tour, they did, she did a tour and even took them to that same woman that she still harassed and took them to, and that's where her office was. And she still harassing them. What's wrong with them? 
You talking about that? Um, elected officials trying to help overthrow the government, like Ted Cruz and all of them. They part of it too. That's why they wanted to go away and act like it didn't happen. So y'all leave Antifa alone and Black Lives Matter, because uh, they went there. They have not where you've shown where they have tried to overthrow the government. And if they try to do it, they need to go to jail too. But they were protesting. This is like when they football players, they, I mean, like the college students, when they have a game and they win, they turn over cars and burn up stuff. Then people don't look at that like no matter. They just find like, oh, they they won and they so happy. So everybody in Black Lives Matter don't go and break windows and chop stuff. And then the first brick that was thrown was thrown by a cop. And one place, one was thrown by some woman that burnt down that, that burnt down the uh, what was it, the hamburger place, a Wendy's. So you have to look at the people that are doing the throwing in order for the people to go in fact to pull the stuff out. It ain't always Black Lives Matter. And it ain't always Antifa. It's somebody there to start from there. Even though they will go in there and take what's in there. So you just have to watch that too. So leave Black Lives Matter out of it and leave Antifa out of it. Act like they didn't exist. And what happened at the Capitol? Do you think it should have happened? Or do you think somebody needs to be punished for it? For the well, well, the, you were talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene, who keep messing with um, yeah. oh, what's uh, yeah, AOC's mm-hmm. office door or mm-hmm. something like that, yeah, um, because she, she had a Black Lives thing up. But but you know what, Mace, I understand what you're saying, and I've made that same argument. However, you know what Joe was talking about earlier, and you do have to look at it. You know, isn't okay? So what you're basically saying, the severity of the violence that happened at the Capitol. You know, was is way more serious and dangerous than what was happening during the Black Lives matches, the looting and stuff going on in those cities. Yes. Because okay. what, 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 what was the other place that they went and took over? The Capitol where they had the gun standing on the steps and, and threatening to kill the, 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 the governor? Uh, what was that? What state was that in Michigan? That was in that Michigan. Yeah, that was in mm-hmm. Michigan. They don't talk about that, though. They don't, have, they don't even come in. They thought that was great, too. They should have went to jail, me, and going to prison. That's threatening people's life, and you're standing up there with guns, and one of them could have went off a shot, and somebody would have been dead. So that's the same thing we thought at the Capitol, because they just didn't have their weapon. Okay. Now, with, with that being on. said, but but with that being said, Maze, can the, 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 the saying also be said is violence is violence no matter who's doing it, and is it just wrong? Or do we, or do we, or do we look at severity of of certain of a particular incident and decide, well, this violence is not as bad as this violence over here because they did more stuff over here than they did right here. No, that's not the point, Mister Paul. You know, you talk about that's not the point. No, no, no. You talk about Black Lives Matter and Antifa, but you don't talk about the other things when the kids go to the have a win a game from, from football or basketball and they overturn cars and tap stuff. That's not that's not included with Black Lives Matter and, and Antifa the stuff that they do. All of them should combine together, but not what happened in the Capitol couldn't even shouldn't even be combined with that. Nothing. That's just saying by itself. With nothing else, but what happened in there and, and who started it and who helped. And I think behind the curtain, it's gonna be just like a building burn up with the people that was involved in it, because that was planned. You know, but, but Maze, I, I have to, Joe, you can hop in whatever you want to, but Maze, I have yeah, to think, that's me. like, I, I think that's the kettle calling the pot black right there, no, or the no, pot no, calling no, no. the kettle black. I really no, do, because no. honestly, regardless, regardless, both of them are wrong. 
damage is being That's done, right. right? It was wrong. Damage is being done, right? Now, 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 even even with the Black Lives Matter and and I've said it before, everybody that, you know, did the looting, whatever, was not part of Black Lives Matter. OK, but also but if you burn you taking over uh, burning down police precincts and things like that, you know, if, if the police hadn't decided to evacuate and just, you know, say you can have the building, is it possible that some some um, a more severe violence or damage or lives could have been lost or taken? It could have, but you're still not trying to overthrow no government. By turning up the police department, you're not going to overthrow no government. thing I'd like to know but, is they don't are, compare. They do not people. compare in no way whatsoever. Maze, how, how would the but government be that, overthrown by, uh, by those people? They were trying to change it and keep 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 the man in. And then you had you and all the senators and stuff because I'm quite sure if they could have got in there with their knives and stuff, some of the dead people would have been with their knives and 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 dead in there. Uh So you're saying and then they couldn't kill people. You're saying that there's a between the two. You're saying that a bunch of people should be punished. Okay, maybe you should be punished for the wrongs that they do, but that's a difference. That's a difference between that what happened in that capital and what happened in other places. They all should be punished, but that's a different situation. It don't even compare. Because once upon a time they did burn it down in history. Okay. All right. So once again, you your your main preference is your main thing is they were trying to take over the government and yeah. and okay that's your main thing. The the, the January sixth insurrection was to t- try to attempt to take over a government, the, yeah. basically and the United States government. Was, and all right? the people that was helping, and all the people that was a part of it. Okay. Compared to Black Lives Matter where they're protesting a certain action or something that has gone on in in, in the neighborhood or what have you, and, you know, basically Black Lives Matter, you know, the killing of unarmed black or colored people, however you want to put it, and that, that makes it different. And those that loot during that, is that uh, even though they are, you know, there may be some violence or destruction, property destruction, they aren't committed they're not trying to take over a government they're just uh, uh trying to prove a point or, or make some changes well black Lives matter is mixed with everything not only black people it's mixed with everything you name it's mixed with it you just gave it but name. but however even if the is mixed with all groups of people and we know any movement that was in the black community there's going to be some quote-unquote mm-hmm. As we should say, token white folk, you know, that's mm-hmm. going to be a part of it or what have you. And a lot yeah. of times they are the money behind the, the movement itself, a little be known. However, what, 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 what I'm trying to get at, base, regardless, if violence takes place during the demonstration and, and violence took place in the Capitol, it's violence. Regardless of how you classify it or who did what, you classify well, as more like- serious, but it's still yeah. violence. And, and, and both of them need to be and both of them need to be punished. But it was a plan. It was a planned thing that happened there because of the way. I mean, how it was a plan. If it wasn't the Black Lives Matter thing, we don't know if it was a plan. Or they, you just like you say, some bad ones came through and started something. But there we they, they went there with a plan. Man, All the ones went there, that was inside there, the people that went to for the for the march went home. The ones that had been exercising the scale walls and stuff, they were there to do what they need to do. 
That's the difference. And they were uh, trying to overthrow the government. So you're saying and that the people in Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and they need to be they punished. They didn't have Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Let me finish. Black Lives Matter and Antifa. You didn't hear no. You don't hear nothing about no police being part of that. You don't hear nothing about no uh, politicians being part of that. Of course oh, you do. Where are you getting your information uh-uh. from? No. So y'all can have all the time for y'all want, Joe. All right, here's Okay. All right. No comparison. Okay. Now. All right, go ahead, Joe. We're gonna Maze let Joe get his in now, okay? Thank you. Go ahead, Joe. Who planned the insurrection, Maze? Maze, are you there? Yes, I'm listening. Okay, he asked you a question. That's why I was wondering where you still there or not. I didn't hear the question. Who? I can barely hear him. You can barely hear me? Yes. I hear you fine. <laughs> he wanted to know who's who who planned who planned the insurrection. That's why they're doing an investigation to see who did. Well you said somebody planned planned it. Who what were they doing what were they doing at the time that this happened? And why would they should they know okay, who let me answer the question, why would should they know let me you haven't answered your question. You don't why know the know? answer, Major. You already said it. Now you're going to keep on talking and talking, so I'll answer it no, for No, 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 no. I'm, I'm finishing what I was saying. Why uh-huh. would they know the door and where Nancy's office was unless somebody gave them the map to her door? Why would they know where somebody else's door is unless somebody gave the map to them? That's why I said it was planned with some politicians. So you're not answering my question, Dave. You just keep talking over the same but, thing over and over again. But, but, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Joe. Wait a minute, Joe. Wait a minute, Joe. Maze, you know, I can shoot a hole in that thought process right there. Anyone can go and have a – anyone can go and have a uh, – take a tour through the, the you know, the Jank Congress. They give tours on yeah. a daily basis. So, I mean – On a daily basis? Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you, they, they do tours on a daily basis, but certain places they don't take you to going on that tour. And you wouldn't know nothing about it unless you unless you uh, a congressperson. Then, like if you well, go to the White House, there are certain places you ain't gonna go in there either. You might go on a tour, but you know certain places ain't gonna take you because I've been on both of them. But if you so run them, if you uh, but if you get in and you run amok, you can go and find a, a office or a building somewhere if you're just you running know, around. Do you go but okay, to all right, Maze. All right, Maze. All right, Maze. Go go ahead, Joe. Go ahead and finish, Joe. Okay. There was um, there were people who uh, caught the, the planners on Zoom, okay. So they had recorded, and it was not had nothing to do with Trump. It had to do with um, people affiliated with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They planned it days, even weeks in advance, okay. Uh, you can go to millennial millie dot com, millennial dot com. And they they got the videos there of where the um, the whistleblower, the insider, had taped the Zoom um, organizing activities. Other people who were planning the so-called insurrection had nothing to do with Trump. Okay. Now, even if it, let's say those people were Trump supporters, Mays, what you're saying is is that. Um, because there's Black Lives Matter, and there's, uh, Black Lives Matter had a protest, but Black Lives Matter is not responsible, and Antifa is not responsible. So, if you're going to use that kind of foundation as your premise, why can't you then say Trump had a rally, and the people who went into the uh, into the Capitol were not affiliated with Trump as well? Why I can't you say, say that? 
I could say that if I didn't sit up there and hear him tell him, let's go to the Capitol, tell him to go, and he was going with him. That's what sent him there in the first place. No, Major, you're off go by your timeline by an hour. So why Trump, did they go there? Trump. Trump okay, hold on, hold on. All right, ho- wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Now, okay, so I got to go back and ask Joe a question. I, I, I do. He just said something that's very interesting. So, Joe, you said Black Lives Matter and Antifa, they actually planned the January 6th insurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, um, go to millennialmillie.com, and you'll have the video up there of the captured Zoom organization, of the Zoom um, video conference of the people who were planning it. Okay, but okay, but, uh, okay. but uh, what, I, what I'm trying to get well, hold hold on, Maze. What I'm trying to say is, so those people in those people in the Zoom were yeah right. Okay, but here's 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 the here's the eight hundred thousand dollar question. Where were they at during the insurrection? Oh, the ones who were in Zoom, they may or may not have been there. They were. They have organized mm-hmm. these riots, um, and they were organizing that particular riot because Trump, they knew Trump was having a rally. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, this, so basically what they could have been doing is do, having, planning a, a uh, what they call it, a, a oh, rival a protest. For, no, no, yeah, no, a no. counter-protest. No. Yeah. Because in the video, there's a woman there who's organizing it, and she's talking about burning down buildings, saying it's okay to do so. But still, we did not see Wow. wow. Okay. Uh, he doesn't want a video. Look. Get the video out of your mind. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, Maze. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait, Maze. Wait. All right. Wait. Okay. So, you know, Joe, what's the, the website again, Joe? Millennial what? Yeah, Millennial Millie. M I L L I E dot com. Millennial M I L L E N N I A L. Okay. Millennial Millie dot com. Okay. okay. Now, what, now what, what I'm going to do, you know, because we can't verify right now, I'm going to go and check and see what we can come up with. And then we're going to have this discussion again. Because, yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Because, you know, I, y'all know how I am. I like to research it first before I, you know, say, no. And, and I, I, I just find it funny that if they were a part of the planning process, what happened, you know, when the, during the rally and the subsequent, mm-hmm. uh, what you call it, you know, the subsequent um, destruction and what have you that happened on January 6th. Um, yeah, so we'll go that way because I, you know, Joe, I understand what you're saying, but I think, you know, from the way you describe it, it may have been a counter protest, you know, um, to what was being planned on the other side because we know they do like to do that. These groups. The way I'm describing it is that it was an active um, organization with the goal and agenda in mind to do destruction. Because they threw when they were saying something's going to happen on this day. Something's gonna happen. Like, what's supposed to happen? I mean, you're supposed to be doing a rally. When Alan went and did their rally, they walked. Then they went to the Capitol and they walked around and left. So if something, you know, that, if it was, that's what they should have did. But no, they didn't. They had a plan.
episodes. You find a bunch of videos that are talking about. Yeah, we found videos. Mm-hmm. But still, they're not going to rest on those. The video's no good because you don't like it, man. No, 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 no. They're not going to rest on those people. They're going to rest the one that was in the Capitol. Remember the military people, the, whoever else was in there, police people, whoever was a part of it. But too many people was a part of it. How do you know that? Too many people were they a part. Which part? They've been showing them. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. All right, Maze. Now you cherry picking, Maze. Yeah, All we right. know some. Yeah, yeah, you are because we know we know there were some members of the military involved. There were some um, law enforcement involved. There were some lawyers involved, big business yeah. owners involved. We know this. Yeah. Okay, we know this. All right. So, yeah, oh, man. We 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 we'll visit this again. We we have to visit this again once I go in and take a look at some mm-hmm. things, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they are they have arrested a lot of individuals. They really have, you know, and they and they constantly arresting them now, and actually they putting them in jail. Now the other side can say, Mace, I'm talking, okay? Oh, all right. Um, some of the other some of the other people can say, <laughs> you know. If they doing this for the insurrection, they doing it. They they doing it. Look, they're doing it for the insurrection. They're doing it for the January sixth insurrection, but they're not arresting many people for the destruction and stuff that went on during the protest, the Black Lives Matter protest. Okay. Four hundred people in that so-called so they released. None of them has to go to trial, as far as I know. Well, no, not yet. Uh, like but, the, the, you know, so I can't see yeah, the unevenness. But then it goes back to what May says. This January 6th insurrection, insurrection was a little bit more serious than the looting and uh, destroying of cities by Black Lives Matter people um, during Black Lives Matter marching. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm just hey, okay. that's basically what say being said here. I know what Mace said. I'm gonna refute it now. Totally Number different. one. Let's say, um let's, let's okay, you wanna leave Black Lives Matter you? and see out of it. Okay, no. fine. Then the vice president the pe- was in that jail. Mays, the people there who 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 um who were at these so called peaceful protests, they created two billion dollars worth of damage. Now, Eric, you were talking about insurance. Maybe some of the insurance will pay off some of the damage. But, right, do you know what the insurance companies are doing? They are telling the um, uh, future customers you cannot get insurance for riots and burning down of buildings under those situations. So this kind of excuse that uh, people who are um, in favor of Black Lives Matter saying, well, you know, the, company, the stores, they have insurance. Yeah. What about the people who got burned up um, in their buildings? Mm-hmm. What about the uh, uh, the woman whose sister got show. shot? What about the kid nine years old who got shot? What about your politicians being involved in this? Yeah, the politicians are the worst look ones. Look at the Capitol the politicians and leave allowed the all this Cut to happen. the wall off and look at that one. I just so said the the Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. 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 Maze. 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 Slow. Slow down, Maze. Slow down. All right. Okay, I'm all right. Slow down. All right. You know. 
The last thing I say, we finna move on to something else here because we can go at this thing all day long from every different angle. And the bottom line is, we're not gonna come to a, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we ain't gonna come to the conclusion today. Yeah, yeah. So what I said, I'm gonna go and watch the videos like I usually do, and I give you all my point of view on them, and then maybe we can rediscuss this. Um. Look, I, I said it before, violence is violence. If you destroy something, yeah, you need to be held accountable. Now, that's a whole nother issue when it comes, you know, to countries destroying things. But anyway, we're not going to go there. Anyway, let's talk about, um, <laughs> like Ireland, they, they fighting each other too. Uh, we, don't we, look, we, we don't care. Look, we don't care. We don't care. Ireland, no, we don't care. No, uh, we give everybody money. money. Yeah, we give everyone money. Crap about about, doesn't even give a flying crap about the citizens here. What do you say? <laughs> Let's talk about Derek Chauvin. His lawyers want another, um, another, um, want the judge to order a new trial because um, he wanna, he want a hearing to impeach the verdict. And the only thing that is, he want to bring all the jurors back and personally ask the jurors what went on during deliberation and what was their <laughs> their verdict. Okay. Really? Yes, really, really. Okay. And you know, it, you know, he had the lawyer has come up with a whole bunch of stuff, man. You know, um, from the jury should have been sequestered, the, the jury felt race-based, threatened, or intimidated during the proceedings. Mm -hmm. You know, they failed to adhere to the instructions during deliberations. Uh, I mean, there's a whole lot. But uh, inter they should have made um, that guy, Maury, what's his what's name? The, the, his, his friend, Morris, Maury's Hall. They should have made him testify. Remember, he was the one that was in the car with George Floyd and that, that his girlfriend had said sold him drugs before. However, Mr. Morris, wait a minute, hold on. However, Mr. Morris, you know, he had some other charges going on at the time. So, and he invoked his fifth, his fifth Amendment right. You know, he was like, yeah, y'all not going to hang me on this one, too. His lawyers did a good job, you know, unless he got immunity. He wasn't saying anything. And I don't blame that man for that. But what 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 um George Floyd's, I mean, not George Floyd, but Derek Chauvin's lawyer is saying is, no, y'all should have made him testify because his testimony would have been, you know, uh, very, in, you know, very uh, constructive to the defense of Derek Chauvin. Can't make him testify. If he stays well, no, yeah. The strangest thing I thought about that when it came to he had drugs appeals. I'm like, now he was in the soda bath, supposedly nobody never seen the counterfeit money. Then he supposedly been in his, he had pills in his, did he have them in his, when they put him in the back of the car, and he had pills, but he had handcuffs, and the pills just fell out of his pocket. That's not and so far fetched, Maze. That's not so uh, far fetched. Pills do fall uh, out. I mean, things do fall out your pocket. Okay. Yeah, they sure do. Just about like they did one in Carolina where that man supposedly, uh, what he threw that gun Maze, on the Maze, 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 okay. Maze, Maze, uh -huh. Maze, Maze, come back, come yeah. back now. Come back. Come back, yeah. Maze. Come back. Okay. <laughs> come back, Maze. You, you begin. Look, you're drifting out your lane a little bit, Maze. Come back now. Come back. Why? Because I know something happened to somebody in real life. I know something that happened to a lot of people in real life. What do you say? 
you act Mace, you act like that's a what? big secret. Yeah, like that's a big no. secret. We, no, it's not a secret. That's why there's there's, there's plenty of that. evidence that, that say, yes, that can happen. That has happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm back. You it has back. happened. But even yeah, I know. You with me. Is that the so-called pills didn't fall out of the pocket? It was a plant. But did somebody plant the foam that came out of George Floyd's mouth? Did somebody plant the, the fentanyl that was found we in his body? You know, and but hold on, hold on. You know, Joe, because Joe brought up the fentanyl, but the whole thing about that fentanyl, Joe, um, as one of the the um, corn coroners uh, testified that that the fentanyl had started to uh, metabolize in his system. A lot of it had metabolized in his system. So if that's the case, then he couldn't have just taken it uh, just before the officers got there. Now this is part of what the coroner said. Uh-huh. Now, but it, it was there was some in the system. That that that's not a you know big secret. It was in some in the system. Yes, along with a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. So, but you know the, the 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 trial itself was basically yeah you know, they brought up all these points about the drugs and the fighting. Mm-hmm. But the and I told Joe this you know when the, just before the the, the um, verdict came out. It's simple. Did Derek Chauvin, was it necessary for him to keep his knee on that man back, neck, whatever, for nine minutes and 29 seconds? No, it wasn't. I mean, that that is basically what the the, the trial was all about. Yeah, they they tried to throw this, this smoke screen with everything else, but when you look at it, that was it. And the first, that wasn't the first time he did something like that. So Say what? That wasn't the first time he did something like that. Isn't it's that on record where he did something okay. like that. Okay. Isn't mm-hmm. that an approved um, um, policy by the Minneapolis police? Mm-hmm. To use that kind of um, restraint? Well, see, once again, <laughs> thank you, Joe. Once again, and what? Oh, see, the training a lot of these police departments have, they get them from overseas, from people like the countries like Israel, you know, um, Pakistan. You know, and honestly, those police officers over there, they don't play that. You know, that's some things that that's what they do. And if you watch some of these videos, you can tell they are very brutal, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, with protesters. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of that training that, you know, that has, you know, come has come from overseas. So that's what they are taught to do. Like the, the officer that shot um, the Miss Bryant. You know, everybody talking about well, he could have shot her in the in the leg or whatever. No, you're not trained. You're not trained to shoot for a leg or arm. This aren't. This is not the westerns. You're trained to shoot center mass, center mass ahead. That's what you're trained to shoot for. And in a moment like that, yeah, you're not you you aiming to to, to stop. Okay. You're not able to, to, to slow down. you able to stop, especially when, you know, her arm will cock back with that knife in her hand about to do some damage to that girl's intestines or whatever she finna style bad. You know, but, it's a decision that had to be made. Huh? How do you justify, how do you justify somebody being shot in, uh, in the bed? Please. 
so you were just breaking and entering and shooting. Well, I don't justify that. I I mean, I don't justify that, Maze. I didn't say you justified. I'm asking Joe. I don't think Joe justified that. I heard my name, so I'm figuring. Maze is asking a question. What is it, Maze? Joe don't want them to go back and look at that. Look at that. Want to look at what? Rihanna. I can't hear you. Is it do what? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh man. I, he said he couldn't hear you, Maze. He cannot hear I you, Maze. Then he don't want them to go back and look at that. Look at that trial either. I don't want to look at that trial. Is that what you're saying? You don't want them to go back and look at it. You want it to stay like Who's it is them? so they can keep going free. Stay on the job. I don't want them to, to look at the trial. I don't want the cops to look at the I trial. I said Brianna. Yeah, Brianna Taylor. You remember her? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think they should go back and look at that? For what reason? What? What? what, what because they lied. <laughs> and that's why they reopened what? the case. What, what happened? Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> let me bring another call in because you two, uh, I tell you, Maze, Maze, Maze. I love you to death, Maze. I really do. But let uh, let's see. Let me bring this. Who we got here? We got Sonya on the line. Let me bring Sonya in. All right, Sonya, welcome to the show. What you got for good me? Good evening, good evening. Very interesting good. topics today, and I have sat here and driven, driven 35 minutes and listened to the debate. Good job on both ends, but a lot of debatable information. Um, on this last topic that you're speaking of, whether it's pivotal information that the defense is asking for, regardless, irregardless, it was murder. They can bring it back. They can present the information if they want. But video does not lie. That video footage, had it not been seen or recorded by someone, some would not have been the same. But because that is, there is visual proof that that could have been prevented is the reason why the verdicts are justified. It doesn't matter what anybody else says in court, whether he's had fentanyl in his system, whether he was cracked out on cocaine, doesn't matter. There were more officers there than Chauvin for one man. And video shows him kill him in plain view. So irregardless to what they asked for, I think the outcome will and should be the same. When a defense attorney, when a defense attorney asks to appeal, asks to appeal a case, it isn't because of the, of the verdict in and of itself. It's because right. there has to be some sort of judicial error. There was no error. My well, point. The I don't agree. I don't agree that, that, that the, uh, the jurors felt threatened. But who did they feel threatened by? That's what I want to say. By Black Lives Matter and by the... Really? I don't think so. No. Well, you don't say that, but that's how they figured it. They, um, was, was that the claim, verbalized? The claim by the was that verbalized by <laughs> jurors that they were intimidated by Black Lives Matter? I haven't no. seen or heard that. Well, yeah, you're hearing it now then, you because the defense attorneys made that claim, and they're making the claim 
that because of, of not only them, claim. Of but course Antifa, they make that claim. Because um, they weren't sequestered. It's a freaking um, cop out. Enough. It's bullshit. Oh. <laughs> what? You know, you know, yeah, you know, and who is they first, Joe? Uh, I'm trying to figure out who is they, but but what what the Joe? You know, I I I know. <laughs> no, no, Joe, no. No, because, look, it, it didn't, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It didn't become an issue about Black Lives Matter and all that until the, the shooting with the, um, the right kid shooting, which was a little bit down, a little bit down the, uh, the, the, the street, street or what have you. I mean, you know, 10 miles down the road in, in the other part of Minnesota. That was like 10 minutes or something like that. But anyway, the thing is, that never became an issue until after that shooting because it was so close to where the trial was being held. So oh. But is that enough to, to have overturn the verdict and say, let's have a new trial? I don't think so. Well, no, and because the shooting, from this point forward, the, it's always going to be a cop out or an excuse for Black yeah. Lives Matter. And that right, is, if you don't want to listen, if you so don't want to hear me, if you don't want to consider it, I don't care. Well, no. then you can say the KKK. I'm telling you what the defense attorney is making, the claim that he's making. Okay? Right. You don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. You can always say something else. But I'm telling you what the defense attorney is saying so that you can understand that uh, the judicial I, I hear what error, you're that I hear what is, you're saying. it is not I about I hear what you're saying, but still, that's a cop-out. They're trying to use I something know. that's out there right. in general public right now. It's a cop-out. Mm-hmm. And so I do saying, not think that it will be overturned. Are you saying that the jurors were not intimidated at all? No, they were. No. How do you know they were? I don't think weren't? so. How do you How know do they you they know were? That they how do you How do know, I know that they were? You can't answer the question like that. Because, that claim. because the defense attorney, that's what the defense attorney is making the claim so they can find and they're out making that's a freaking why cop, they want to impound the jury again. It's a cop-out. It's bullshit. Again. It's a cop-out. They want to wait for Okay. It's a all right. All right. So okay. Hold, hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. I can't hear everybody at one time. All right. All right. Go ahead, Go ahead Sonya, and then we'll let Joe... I said it's a cop out and a last ditch effort using what's out there in the public eye right now. Everything's been scrutinized, and Black Lives Matters happens to be the 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 shoe that fits at the moment. Mm-hmm. I can't say I've heard that the jurors say they were intimidated by Black Lives Matters. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't heard it. And if the if the defense attorney wants to use it, it's a cop out. I would bring the jurors. Ask them, did you feel threatened that if you didn't find him guilty, that your life was in jeopardy? I don't think so. That's a talking point. Well, and, and, but, well, beyond a talking point, that is exactly what the defense is asking. I mean, defense attorney is asking for. To bring them in and ask them that question. All right. And I would say go right ahead. I doubt that they get a full 12 jurors and say, yeah, I felt threatened, so I just went with. Well, I don't know if they need 12, but again, I'm talking about. They only need one that Joe was banking on to do it, and he didn't do it. They didn't do it because they they thought no. I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk anyway. If you people want to talk over me, go ahead. The thing is, the defense attorney's claim is this. It's not about the verdict per se. It's about trying to get a judicial error 
um, in the forefront. And the judicial error is is that the jurors are not supposed to be intimidated. They were supposed to be sequestered. Therefore, they weren't supposed to hear about the threat by Black Lives Matter and by other groups who weren't with Black Lives Matter that if the, jury, if the verdict came back not guilty, they were going to burn down the city and really? kill, yeah, really, and kill mm-hmm. the jurors. Yeah, really. Where can I find now. that information? I do believe in research, <laughs> so tell me where I can find <laughs> that bit of information that you just verbalized. You where can I find Go it? Go Google it. Go Is put in the key. Do you know how to do research? No, Hell don't. if I don't, yes, I do. Uh, what, Maze, what are you saying? She does, that what Maze said. I don't know we don't. I don't even know we don't. All right, since so <laughs> you know how to do the research, just put in the keywords, okay? Defense attorney, claim. Things like that. Then you'll come up with the answer. <laughs> right. Man. And, and okay. you know that, that, that dot com is one of the most ineffective methods of finding legitimate information. Dot com. What's anyone dot com? can post. Anyone can that's post right. information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you don't well, use your computer Wikipedia. It's not a dependable search engine. Google is not. Right. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, y'all, hold on. Let me let me put some, uh, I guess some guidance. Let me put some guidance into you know what the defense is really looking for here. The bulk of the motion is premised on the Minnesota Rule of Criminal Procedure, which allows defense attorneys to ask for and judges to grant a new trial on the issue of guilt or the existence of facts to support an aggravated sentence or both. The relevant rule allows seven possibilities for such an order. Number one, the interest of justice. Number two, irregularity in the proceedings or any order or abuse of discretion that deprived the defendant of a failed trial. Number three, prosecutorial or jury misconduct. Number four, accident or surprise that could not have been prevented by ordinary prudence. That's four. Number five, newly discovered material evidence with or with which with reasonable diligence could not have been found or produced at the trial. Six, errors of law at trial and objected to at the time unless no objection is required by these rules, which is a confusing way of thinking right there. Number seven, a verdict or finding of guilty that is not justified by the evidence or is contrary to law. Okay. Now, Nelson, who is the defense attorney, further alleges that the judge, Peter Cahill, abused his discretion multiple times, including by denying a defense request for change of venue, by denying a previous motion for a new trial based on the effects of pretrial publicity, and by failing to sequester the jury. Okay. So there it is right there. Right, and he's doing what a defense attorney should do for his client. Now, whether or not he claims how valid, that's another story. It's not valid. Well, cool. you know, and I can appreciate uh, uh, his last statement, valid huh? or not. I can appreciate his last statement just now, valid or not. I can appreciate that. <laughs> I, think end, I think in the end, the validity will be thrown out. 
Now, see, there's another issue that, that popped up during this thing as well, that number juror number 52. Now, he's the only one that actually was a part of the verdict that has decided to come out and make his publicity tour, as, you, as we would say. However, it was found that he attended a march um, in Washington, D.C., and he had all the black lives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They knew that. Yeah. They didn't know. This, they listen, know. listen. No. Mace. Mace. Hello. Hello. I'm talking now, okay? Um, he attended a Washington, D.C. rally last summer wearing a shirt that had the words, keep your knee off our necks, and BLM emblazoned across his chest. Okay? So... That's another avenue that may the defense attorney may bring into to to the argument, you know, as far as wanting a new trial. Say, hey, look, this juror right here, he was part of this march down here. Now, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. He says the man name is Brandon Mitchell or Juror Fifty Two. He says, you know, he was there. But he had on the shirt because he always wanted to attend the rally, but he was really there because it was a part of a Martin Luther King Jr. Day celebration march or what have you. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's flimsy, but yes. It was what, man? They knew, they, knew he knew, they knew he was at the Al Sharpton rally because he told them. You didn't see that part? <laughs> man, you be seeing some stuff. I don't know how I missed that part. There's a lot of stuff I tell you you miss when you go back and you see it. Uh-huh. They knew that he went to the rally. When did they find out he? When did they find out he went to the rally? When you had to see all the different things you've done, and they knew what? He, they, they knew he went to the um 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 Al Sharpton rally. Okay. Well, Mace, and here's here's the the here's the issue with that, Mace. If they knew he went to the rally, why would they place him on the jury? If I was the defense, if I was the defense attorney, and I knew somebody, and I knew somebody attended a march, it would not be in my client's best interest to put him on on the jury. Don't both sides have to okay it. So it may have been a plot from the beginning. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It may have been a plot from the beginning. Don't both, sides have, don't both sides have to uh, okay those jurors? They just don't let them right. Yeah, yeah. If this attorney agreed to allow them to be a juror, it could have been a plot in the beginning. Okay, hold on. We got a lot going on here. Okay, so, Sonya, let's go back to your theory right there. How may it have been a plot from the beginning? You know lawyers are liars, right? Okay, I can't argue with you there. Okay, to the end, that's what they're paid for. So if they knew that this man would probably be found guilty, they could have plotted in the beginning to make it make it a little uh, shady, How? and be able to go back. I mean, sick minds think like that. Well, yeah, I mean it's a nice thing to have, but how do you do it? The same way they did OJ. He went to prison, and then he, uh, he was an illness, and then he went to prison for something that had nothing to do with it, the, prop, the, the the thing you went, that they were trying to do. Yeah, but what Sonia's talking like, about is a plot to fix the jury. Okay. So, Sonia, what you're saying is, even though the defensive attorney knew he was he had participated in a Black Lives you know, March, Martin Luther King, Black, Black people. people March, basically. 
they allow him to go ahead as a as as a um quote unquote as a uh, 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 possibility that they can claim a mister you know a request or appeal if the, he was convicted on that case right there. So they went ahead and let him be on the jury anyway. Yeah, if that is so, because I cannot say for certain that I know that they knew in the beginning. I don't know. Right. That. Exactly. And, I haven't researched that. And, and because of that. But that's what they had a picture of him at a Black Lives Matter march. It was not a Black Lives Matter march. It was a Martin Luther King march with Al Sharpton. When they came and they did the march and they marched around the Capitol that I was telling you about and they went home. And that's what he was there for. He was not, that's why Black Lives Matter rally. And maybe that's why they didn't look at it that way because of the rally that he was there. But what his teacher said. Exactly. Black Lives Matter yeah. can't do nothing. I could wear a black line matter t-shirt. That means I can't be on no trial. Did they also, um, they also take a look at the social, uh, social media posts? That don't well, that's where they saw that on his social media posts. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So, both sides knew. So, they don't have nothing to do with Wait a minute. Uh, no. Again, both sides. Okay. And you could go to a rally, but they don't have to be a black line matter been on a uh, Al Sharpton rally or somebody else rally. You could be in a Trump rally with one on. Yes, we 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 know that. Have each one of us on this call have you been selected as a jury member for any? any not all the way. Yeah. No. I've been selected to the jury pool, but not as a uh, only once as a juror. Um, but outside of that, no. They, as a matter of fact, um, most of the time, neither uh, neither of the sides. Uh, want uh, want me on a jury um, to be a jury? I'm glad they don't. <laughs> well, uh-huh. I, I, I could throw this out there. How many people do you think is totally honest when they actually are selected to be a jury member? One percent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. I'll be honest. There there could be bias with any one of them, yep. but they're not going to be forced with it. They're not going to be forthright with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And how many of them could have been biased, whether it was for or nay? Mm-hmm. All twelve of them. Well, most people, I would, I would say, no matter what the case is, is probably most people are probably biased. No, Joe, you would do it with your form do it of fashion. Joe wouldn't do it with his heart. He'll do it with what he think media, what he thinks uh, the media has to say. Are you asking something? me another question, man? <laughs> yes. Would you uh, with your heart? I don't know. Would you I don't know, Joe. Personally, I don't know, so I can't make that justification, but uh, there's probably people that actually are non truthful. Yeah, and they were trying to, yeah, they're trying to get one. Okay. Okay. All right, hold on. Let me let me bring hold on. Let me bring this up real quick. Uh, the Minnesota Supreme Court in 2007, okay, took considerable time in a footnote explaining the difference between which is basically this is going to come down to bias between actual bias and implied bias in a case that involved a racially biased juror, which basically that is what they're going to claim. Racial real bias involves a juror's state of mind. It is generally subject to rehabilitation and the juror may sit on the jury if he or she agrees to set aside any preconceived notions and make a decision based on the evidence and the court's instructions. Implied bias is presumed as a matter of law due to a direct conflict of interest or a family relationship between a juror and a defendant. 
Now, based on this ruling from the Minnesota Supreme Court in 2007, what we're talking about right now as far as the defense attorney's um, problem with this guy is not going to hunt. It's not going to hunt. It's not. Because of that last sentence. Huh? That's my opinion, of course. Well, Any comments? The prosecutor's going to make the same case. We all have those opinions. Hey, you're going to quit shooting at me. You know what they say about opinions. Yeah. Opinion and facts are two different things. But Joe wants him to be guilty. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> no, that ain't what she's about to say. But we 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 gonna leave that alone. I, I know what she's about to say. I'm I'm not even going there today. All right, y'all. <laughs> All right. Anyway, 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 anyway. Maze, Maze. Godly, I'm gonna have to start giving you tickets. <laughs> you be going so fast. I don't know what you be talking about. But anyway, check this out. Check this out. We got about 10 minutes left, man. That we, y'all know what the day is. It's Monday, so y'all know what I got to go and do. So we're going to get out of here, but we're going to let you get your last words in, as always. And last one in would be the first one out. So I'm muting everybody else for the hot minute. And for Sonya, you got the floor. Your last words, ma'am. And thank you for calling. I really appreciate it. You're so very welcome. I appreciate you too, Mr. Talk. I have enjoyed this session. Hope it was educational for anyone that's a listening party right now. Um, but I have nothing else to say on that. I think what I said was enough. And a blessed evening to the rest of you. All right. Thank you, ma'am. You have a blessed evening as well. Have fun. <laughs> All right, Maze, where you at? Yes, Joe. You need to do some critical thinking and leave them videos and, and other things alone and think for yourself. Look at what's happening and stop being mad because that man was guilty. Because you don't think he was guilty because the man took drugs and had nothing to do with his knee on his neck. With that, have a good one. Okay. Um, okay. Thank you, Mace. All right, Joe. Finish this off. All right, everybody, just be safe. Um, have a good um, week. And I know that when Sonya said everybody have a blessed day, I know she now became Eric's favorite caller. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Whatever, Joe. Don't you have somebody else show to go in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, right. Because I know that she, she appealed to your religious values about that, about everybody have a blessed day. And you were thinking, thinking the same thing. Everybody have a blessed day. So I know she's one of your favorite callers now. <laughs> anyway, Joe, anyway, go ahead and give me that. that, that, that. Anyway, I, I'm going to leave it there. All right, Joe. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Sure. Anytime. All right. See you next week. All right. Hey, be safe, all right? All right. Thank you. You too, up there in the mountains with your goats. Hey, we might Perhaps. <laughs> all right so hey before we get out of here let me tell y'all about something no police shootings in in 2020 for new york new york newark new jersey police department none next nine not a single shot fired during the 2020 calendar year we talking about the police department now and basically how they've done it is the result of federal consent decrees remember that was a big thing during the obama administration when they was trying after the uh, michael brown shooting 
And yeah, so they have they have um, turned it around, turned around, and recovered nearly 500 illegal guns. So that that has been a, a great thing. And a lot of other cities are looking into it, like uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and a couple others. And so if that can happen in one city, especially Newark, New Jersey, I don't know how many of y'all been there, but whoo, yeah, I have. So if it can happen there, it can happen anywhere. And it basically they've done it is by, you know, getting the community involved. You know, not having so many quote unquote police officers patrolling, but more uh community um members. And they've made it happen, man. So we may talk about more about this um next show because I, I do find it interesting and I like to know what y'all think about this and can it be um a model for the country? Yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else I got? Oh yeah. If you want to follow me, you like the show, hey, just hit follow on on the the the, the marquee right there, or you can hit, uh, follow me on um, social media, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, what's the other one is? Uh, I'm on all of them. Heck, just Twitter. Yeah, Eric. Let's talk at whatever handle it is. Um, uh, let's see. That's gonna do it for me. Just remember. It's been fun, y'all. I appreciate it, and I love y'all, and we'll try to bring you another interesting show next week. I don't know what it's going to be about, but, hey, it's going to be interesting for sure. Just remember, keep smiling. Show appreciation to give with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, learn to laugh at yourself because, baby, if you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. Remember that. All right? So we're going to get out of here. That's all I got, man. We're going to take you out of here with a little Cupid and um, the Wham Dance. I know some of y'all know about Cupid, but it's okay. We're going to find out today. Y'all have a good one, man. See you next week. Enjoy your week. We're out of here.
us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.